Welcome to the Soaring Stories podcast, biz bestie style chats for teen entrepreneurs. I'm Anna, the owner of Anna Made Design Co., a handmade greeting card shop, and the founder of Soaring Together. Here, we'll uncover the stories of young business owners and talk about all things creative writing, marketing, and design. Let's go. Today, I'm chatting with Laura from Light Speaks Loudest, where she carries subscription boxes for teen Christian girls. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on Soaring Stories today. I'd love to start back when you were in high school. What was your experience like there, and how did you decide what to go to college for? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Anna. I'm so excited to be here and get to kind of talk a little bit about my high school experience and how that led to college and to today, because it's all very connected. Um, So during my time in high school, I kind of considered myself a yes girl. I would say yes to a lot of things and loved being involved and trying new challenges. So I was involved with sports, um, charity, fundraisers, campus life, which is similar to Young Life and church youth group. And I really, you know, strive to get good grades and maybe be a little uh, a little boy obsessed at times, but really enjoyed just getting to try new things and be around people that I enjoyed. Um, And that had kind of had a, a spot to sit in my brain for a little bit and kind of realize what um, I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And, <laughs> you know, you never really know, and it can change a lot too, but I had realized a need for resources for teens. So I was kind of sitting in a spot at that, you know, age where I realized that a lot of the things and the resources that I had access to were great. And I was fortunate for them, but a lot of times the stuff that was secular was um, a little shallow and the stuff that was Christian was a little cheesy. And I kind of wanted, you know, this resource to meet me authentically in the middle of what I was going through and I couldn't find it. So I um, had this idea to start a magazine for teen Christian girls. And that's kind of what launched me into college where I studied um, journalism as my major. And was that magazine something you started going into college or did you kind of want to wait until you graduated to have that like knowledge and experience? Great question. I, with my personality and the way that I saw the world, I thought that I couldn't do it before that, before I had that at formal education. So I thought I'll do it after college. Um, although as I'm sure we're going to talk about, I don't necessarily feel that same way now. I think it's great to get started early on as soon as you have the idea and like the time and desire. But um, yeah, I just had thought magazine's the way to go and I need the education before I jump into it. What did things look like for you between graduating college and then going into starting this magazine or what kind of evolved into the subscription box company that you have now? Yeah, so I mentioned that I started off college as a journalism major. I was super interested in writing and kind of putting things together in um, like a magazine form. And as I went along in my studies, I discovered something called public relations, which I just ended up loving and switching my major over to that. Um, Very similar to journalism in that it's generally in a communications or business school and you spend a lot of time writing and putting together plans and um, really just focusing on communication. And so I once I switched to that, then I had kind of finished up my time at college, graduated with a public relations major and a minor in biblical and theological studies. And I, you know, I did what any any of the rest of us do when we're not ready to do something. We just kind of keep along the path. So 
I graduated college and I went to work for an aerospace company and their communications leadership development program. So, you know, I had a big girl corporate job kind of right away and jumped into that. And um, all along though, like in the back of my mind, I kept thinking about this idea of something, some type of resource to serve teen girls. Um, and so during that time, I was working full-time and ended up going to business school part-time um, to be able to get my master's in business administration or MBA. And then once I graduated, it was as many of us have experienced in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, so I finished up my MBA in August of 2020. And then I got started working on Light Speaks Loudest in October, just a couple months later. That's awesome. And what do you think, like the pandemic and starting your business in 2020, how did that impact both like then and also now and what you're doing now? Yeah, I think looking back, it was honestly a great time for me to be able to get started because um, I had so much more free time, which I'm sure a lot of teens can remember back to that too, when it was, you know, you just, all your activities were gone and you had a lot of more like free brain space and kind of ways to um, be dreaming and thinking about things. So I think it was a great time because for a couple of reasons. So one, because I had extra time. Um, two, because if you think about the way that um, like marketing has changed over that time, um, things used to be very formalized, like people expected really high quality videos or like campaigns, things like that. And during the pandemic, I think that had switched to be a little more um, like accepting and totally fine with like a lower production value. You know, we saw people doing all kinds of like TikToks from their home and like newscasters, like doing the news from their living room and, you know, things like that. And it just made it a little bit easier for someone like me to jump in the mix and not feel like I had to spend a ton of time or money or whatever to get going. So I think that it was a good time for that. And just everybody being so focused on the online um, field at that point and like getting connected online that it made a lot of sense for someone like me who started my business mostly online at that point. And how do you think that now you probably have more things going on? What advice do you have for people who started a business and still want to keep it going, but have like a lot less time because they're going to school? And what did that look like for you during that time? Mm, yeah, I think something that I learned in my studies of business and hear all the time as I'm listening to podcasts and trying to like kind of study up on business and what creates success for people is that really one of those biggest factors is consistency. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something that we can all do no matter what stage we're in is be consistent. And that might look different depending on a different stage of life. If you are a student and know that you have certain responsibilities or uh, like seasons that are busier for you, like maybe you play volleyball and think like, oh, okay, so I know fall is gonna be really busy for me. I can't do as much um, that I would wanna do being able to kind of plan ahead and try, just try to be consistent. And that over time can build a lot more than um, this big boom of just, you know, going viral and having a huge um, influx of orders and like people interested, but then it like burns out over time because you're not like putting in that consistent effort along the way. One of your big values at Light Speaks Loudest is that we can love God and love others no matter what season of life we're in, no matter how busy we're in, no matter what we're kind of doing with our life at that point. So 
what are some tangibles, tangible ways that you do that day to day? Thanks for asking. I think when I was especially in high school and my teen years, um, I really struggled with perfectionism and feeling like everything that I needed to do needed to be like perfect. And like, I needed to have great grades. I needed to be like really good at this and everything that I did. And I think over time, I have just kind of realized that that's, first of all, it's not very realistic, right? Like none of us are perfect. (laughs) And also it's just not very helpful for me as a person and in my growth. Um, But part of that same story is thinking like, oh, I have a maybe a calling on my life or I have something that I need to aspire to do. But just like you said, Anna, we can love God. We can love others no matter what season of life we're in. So a couple of ways practically that that plays out. Um, I think the biggest thing is trying to be present with people when you're physically with them. Um, That is not always easy to do. We have a lot of distractions and sometimes we... um, are moving along from thing to thing that we don't actually put the needed energy and time into that, but just kind of focusing on being present, even if that's for a short period, you know, maybe you set a timer on your phone and you're like, you know, what? I can only be present for 20 minutes and then I have to go move to the next thing, but really being able to like zone in and help people know that you care about them. Um, I would also say that one thing that I've grown in a lot is being able to look up and look out for others and kind of see how they're doing. So, you know, a lot of times we can get really focused on ourselves, especially when we're in a busy season, but being able to look up and say, you know, who do I see out there who's struggling right now? How can I give them a little nugget of encouragement or maybe just make a smile come on their face today? Um, That can be really simple. And uh, maybe it's a random act of kindness. Maybe it's just sending someone a text and letting them know that you're thinking about them or that you want to hang out with them. you know, at this stage of life, I know, especially as middle, high school, early college, you don't have a lot of control over the things that you're doing um, or places that your parents are taking you or things like that. But being able to just kind of um, go forward with what you do have and focusing on the positive side and the gratefulness um, and even small things like making faith a priority, you know, um, a lot of times we get really busy and maybe our time in our Bible is the first thing to get cut out, but actually like trying to sit and enjoy that, even if it's a small amount of time, even if it's five minutes, like God can still work with that. Um, if we put ourselves in a space where we are consistently listening. I love your point about checking in with people because I think it can be super hard. Maybe I've lived a bunch of different places and I have friends who live around the country. So just being able to remember someone and text them is something that I felt has been really helpful for my own friendships. And I'm sure with you as well. Yeah, totally. And I would love to hear some of your thoughts because I know you're someone who has has done a lot in her time and lived different places. Like, what do you think are some of those ways that we can love God and love others just when we're maybe in the middle of a busy season? I think that I always try to FaceTime or call my friends once a week and it doesn't always happen, but it's something that if I can prioritize that and make that something that I always want to do, there is some, at least something's going to get done. Maybe it's not once a week, but once every two weeks, I'll be able to call those friends. Or if I'm thinking of someone, I really do like to think maybe God has put them on my heart. So I do like to text them or when I can hang out with them or do something with them. So I think just listening to those times of the people that come on my heart has been something that's been helpful Mm -hmm. for me. 
Oh, I love that. And even like along that same line, making the space to be quiet and listen, because mm-hmm. when we're, when we're in a busy season, we just think we have to do everything and we're not going to have enough time and, you know, start to get stressed. But like you were saying, just kind of maybe putting in some of those rhythms for saying, okay, I'm going to try to check in with this person or FaceTime with them for a little bit. That's great. And I feel like the times when I'm super busy, that's the time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn on this podcast. I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to be super productive. But one thing I've also been trying to do recently is just listen to music or listening to really nothing and journaling and trying to be quiet. Like you said, I think that's something that's really hard to do when you're busy. You just want to keep going on that momentum, but can also be so helpful for rest when I'm just quiet or not listening to things all the time. Absolutely. Going back to kind of your business, how has Light Speaks Loudest changed since you started and how has the business grown from back when you started during 2020 to now? Yeah, I am so grateful for the past two years because I've learned a lot. Um, Even as someone who has had a formal business education, I feel like you're always learning things. And that's why I think it's so cool for teens who are wanting to step into Um, business, wanting to try new things, because to be honest, like no one's perfect. No one's going to be great at things the first time around, but the more that you try, the more you're going to learn. So all that to be saying, when I started my business, I had an idea of what I was doing, but not really. Um, I think it was really cool to see over the past couple of years, how we grew from just a few orders at the very beginning when we started Um, to now serving over 100 girls across the country and being able to just really um, listen to what, you know, what is interesting and what is like new and needed. Um, One thing that I have realized along the way that I think has really helped my business grow is recognizing that people and especially I think Gen Z, like they're not interested in buying from a company or from a big company. They're more interested in buying from a person. So if I keep that mindset of like, oh yeah, people want to buy from other people that they like and want to support and like see grow. I think that helped a lot when I kind of made that mental shift to realize, oh, I actually kind of do need to put myself out there on the social media. I do need to let um, like my Instagram followers know like why I'm doing this business in the first place. And that helps people feel more connected to you and to your mission. And they want to support that and be part of it and part of the fun. So Yes, we started off with just a few orders to now like a lot of growth and really um, being able to just kind of embrace what comes next. And we just at the beginning of 2023 moved into a warehouse. So that was new. Um, Getting out of my spare bedroom and into a place where I had a little bit more space and time. So I'm excited for that. I definitely want to go back into the warehouse and how that all happened. But one thing that I love that you're doing on Instagram is talking about things that you learned in Bible school. You mentioned you have a minor in theology. Is that what it was? Yep. Okay. So that's something that I feel like a project or a video series or whatever you kind of want to call it, that really helps people connect with you as the business owner. Yeah, that was totally a series that I had just started looking back on some of those things that I learned in Bible school and realizing that people were really interested in that knowledge. And it wasn't anything that I thought was going to be super profound or really, you know, grow to be such a large thing. But I realized that other people are excited about the knowledge that you have, too, and the things that you've learned. And I um, it's been fun getting to kind of put myself out there in that way. And also a little challenging because, you know, there's always like, 
going to be like uh, somebody who's trolling here and there. But just being able to say, you know, I want to try to share some of those things that I've learned and things that I wish I knew when I was a teenager, because it's made a big difference in my walk of faith, learning that along the way. Are there any other projects or photo shoots that you've done that you felt like have really made a big impact on you or your business or a project that you really love doing? Yeah, one thing that was really fun for me, and I just didn't know how it was going to go. Um, last year for Mother's Day, we launched a mother and daughter connection kit. And that was something that I just kind of had this idea for and thought, wow, wouldn't it be so cool if girls had a really easy way to make a meaningful experience with their mom for Mother's Day? And it kind of came together from there. And we created a kit that had different products and games and just the opportunity to kind of set up a mother-daughter date and be able to execute that really easily and at a pretty affordable price. And so that's just something that I didn't really know how it would go, just kind of had an idea and ran with it. And it was great getting to see our current members and kind of people out of the blue jump on that and say, yeah, I really am interested in that too. And I think part of that is just being willing to try new things. I mean, you know, as a business owner, we have these ideas and sometimes we're just not really sure how they're going to play out or if people are going to be interested. And so I've also grown in my courage along the way too, of just trying new things. I'd love to now hear the story of your warehouse and you've gotten to serving a hundred teen girls. How did you find a warehouse? Are you in there? Do you have someone else shipping out the boxes? What does that all look like for you? Yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar with kind of a co-working space, Anna, um, but that's kind of what this warehouse looks like. So it's uh, a big warehouse that's divided into different sections that different small businesses essentially rent out. And so it ended up just being something that kind of came into my mind because I was realizing we were running out of space in my current um, spot for the business. And um, I think the biggest Thing there was just feeling like, I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know for me what it's going to look like to not work from home. I don't know um, like what things I'm going to have to invest in and all of that. But essentially now we are starting operations from a spot of having a warehouse, little space where we can store everything. And I'm still kind of the person behind the scenes um, getting everything packed and ordering and all of that. But it's nice being able to have a little more flexibility around um, like when things come into the warehouse, they get dropped off at the dock and I don't have to, you know, like wait on my front porch for it to come in. Um, and it's been fun just kind of learning along the way. And I think my biggest lesson learned from that is you're never going to be really fully ready for the next step as a business owner. So being able to kind of take that jump before you feel fully ready is so important. So tell us what does a day look like running your business and other things that you're doing? Yeah, good question. So I tend to get up pretty early. I like being an early person, which is hilarious to me because like Laura before age like 22 would never believe that that was possible for her. So um, yeah, I wake up decently early and then my husband and I have coffee together and we read our Bible and just have some time to kind of connect about the day ahead. And then usually after that, I like to take my dog for a walk if it's warm outside. And if it's not, then I just jump right into things. And day to day, it kind of looks like a good amount of meetings or phone calls. Um, a lot of times I'm planning and coordinating with our box vendors. So we love supporting small businesses 
in our subscription box, as well as we support at least one team business in every single box. So I that takes a little bit of behind the scenes work, getting that to be together and come around a unique theme. So I spend a lot of time on that. And lately I've just been enjoying to have a little bit more brain space to just kind of dream about what are the needs and what are the things we could be creating. So a lot of times we'll make products of our own that go in the boxes. So um, spoiler alert for the upcoming box, we're gonna be doing a notebook and a journal that I designed. Um, sometimes we include a game and or crafts or just kind of fun at things like that. And I love being able to spend some time thinking about those. Um, while I'm building this business, I've also had a couple other kind of side jobs along the way. So sometimes it'll be spending time on that. Um, and then currently I just started a new job working as youth director at my church. So I spend a lot of time meeting up with students, kind of planning what we're going to do for our Sunday school classes and Bible studies. And um, I think one of the most important things along the way and all that busyness is to make time for myself and make sure that I and taking good care of myself because I can't pour out into what I want to do and into the people that I want to invest in if I'm not taking that time to kind of invest in myself. So for the things that I like to do for myself, I go to the gym at least a few times a week. Um, I recently started going to therapy and counseling and just being able to have space to kind of process what's going on in my life, which has been awesome. And um, I really love cooking and trying new foods. So that's also like a fun hobby that I get to do time to time, just trying new recipes out. Amazing. I love that. And you mentioned working with your church as the youth director. Does that have any like connection to the conference that you're hosting soon? Ooh, yeah. So we are going to be hosting a conference on March 11th for teen girls and specifically high school girls. And I think I have really enjoyed getting to see the girls in my high school youth group um, kind of share what's been going on and look at really the the world and be able to know that no matter what is going on, there is somebody else out there, most likely your age who gets you, understands your struggle, knows what you're going through. And even beyond that, we always have God who came to earth as a human and does understand that human experience in a way that um, really makes a difference in, in being able to turn to him with our fears and everything. So all that to be said, I'm excited because I know that our girls are going to be able to come to that event and enjoy and it'll actually be at my home church. So that'll be nice and easy and fun to kind of pull everything together. That's amazing. So can you tell us where we can find that conference, sign up for it, and where to find you on Instagram and your website? Yeah, thanks so much. So you can go visit lightspeaksloudest.com, and we have a banner at the top of our website right now that has all the details about the conference. Mm -hmm. um, and you can find us on Instagram at lightspeaksloudest, and that's really the easiest way feel free to reach out, send a DM, whatever, because I am on there a lot and enjoy getting to have those conversations. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. I really enjoyed our time today. Thanks, Anna. Me too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soaring Stories. If you want to stay connected until next week, join my newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts.